You're listening to a Sin podcast. You can listen to this show live by tuning your radio to 90.7 or online at sin.org.au. We at Represent would like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land on which Sin operates, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sin Media respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders, past, present and emerging. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Kids should go to school. That's what we're committed to. Represent. Represent. You're listening to Represent. You are listening to Represent. Freddie and I have just been chatting. Um, Welcome to the show. It's a really exciting day today. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah, that's Ooh, spooky. You know what's really spooky? What? Sin's state of the state, the state of sin's finances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For a second, I was like, "Sin had an affair with who?" Yeah, sin and Triple R getting it on. Oh, Triple PBS. That's what I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. No, sin's wallet's looking a bit sad and scary right now. Yeah, it's been a bit of a, a, a drop off in donations, which is pretty <laughs> yeah. disappointing. Yeah, true. Like you know, but you know what? That's what this show is for because we know that our listeners yeah. out there. Are so dedicated. So Love dedicated. us so much. As they should. Because, like, imagine if Sin did go off the air, what would you do on a Tuesday for an hour right? and on a Friday for two hours? Wouldn't you be devastated? Like, you'd, you'd be sitting would. there in silence. Would and that would be so insane. sad. How would you stay political without us? That is you so need true. us. So, you know, show us how much you need us, how much you love us by heading over to givenow.com.au forward slash save sin and we'll share the love right back with you by we giving you a shout, shout out on the air. Yeah. So maybe I'd love to see some donations that match what Anonymous gave us six hours ago with Is $310, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Anonymous. If you do want your shout out, it helps if you don't donate it under the Anonymous name. But we will still but shout We will you still out. read it out and... um act like all of the anonymous donations are one person so definitely get around it givenow.com.au forward slash save sin i didn't take my breath there ah yeah but um freddie and i were just discussing breathing yeah but um you'll be able to keep sin on the air and it's a good time we'll be able to keep chatting about breathing yeah which i think is pretty important it definitely is but yeah you know Um, what else is important Politics? Yeah, exactly. Okay, what we're talking about on the show yeah. today. So, uh, what are you talking about? Um, I will be talking about the latest developments in Julian Assange's oh, yes. uh, extradition saga. pursuits, the saga. It just keeps on going, doesn't it? Yeah, and then I thought, you know, Julian Assange is pretty 
techie, I guess, WikiLeaks. That was uh, like on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay. I thought, you know... If that's um, how we're defining tech, then uh, absolutely, you're on right. On the internet. Um, so I thought we'd also have a chat about the latest developments in AI regulation. Exciting. Yeah. Get hyped. What are you talking AI. about, Bridie? God, I'm... Yeah, anyway, we'll get to my thoughts on AI later. Yeah. But, uh, I have done a segment on some developments in the Israel-Palestine conflict. Ever going? Uh, it's still yes, going? still going. Um, yeah, we'll be talking about a statement released by some prime ministers yesterday. The All the former prime all, ministers, except for all. one of them. Yeah, except correct. for one. And if you want to know who the one was... You better wait and hear later. Don't Google it. You won't find the answer. Don't bother looking. Yeah, We've period. got the exclusive scoop exactly. right here. And we'll also be talking about some some interesting decisions being made at the ABC. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So um, there was... Well, actually, you know what? I'm just going to save it. Some interesting Palestine-related decisions at the ABC. That's interesting. That's going to be great. But you know what else is important? On top um, of all of that. Music? No, oh, our weekends. Oh, our weekends. Oh, my God, I forgot about it. <laughs> how was your weekend, Bridie? Well, it was okay. I had an exam this morning. Oh, so. how'd you go? Well, actually, I completely forgot about that. Sorry. I just realised I haven't... I still have my chorale open, so you can actually hear what I wrote if you want. Oh, I okay. a chorale. What's That's, a chorale? So it's like where there's four voices, like a soprano, alto, tenor, bass, and you have two... They give you the soprano line, which is the highest, and you have to write chords that fit. And you have to, like, put a bunch of things in and follow a ton of rules. Okay. An unbelievable amount of rules. Anyway, I can actually play my chorale for you, Freddie. Let's do and it. And our listeners. I want to hear it. You ready? Okay. Hang on. That's the app. <laughs> <laughs> it's a banger. It's not done yet. <laughs> Very nice. There you go. Did you? Is that you actually playing it, or is that like oh, garage God, no, band? No, that's an app. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's not me. That's good, though. Good work. Thanks. Good work. Congratulations. <laughs> Have you got any other exams coming up, or is that... Yes, so I've got to more. submit my French more. podcast, which I edited, which you had a hand in helping us do. So I, 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 I did um, help, help your internet. internet troubles. Which Of which there are many in <laughs> there this are, room. There's always troubles at sin. Yeah, so I've got to submit that, and then I've got my recital on Friday, Yeah, and then I'll be done. Good Yay! work. That's going to be so exciting. Oh, my God. I know. I have, <laughs> I'm so excited. I have a friend who submitted her um her last assignment last night, That's and she walked exciting. into work today so happy. Yeah. It was like the happiest I've seen shoulders. her in months. Yeah. And I'm like, go, Courtney. Yeah, slay Courtney. <laughs> yeah, but um, good stuff. So, yeah, now that music was great. And, like, you know, you're an independent music <laughs> musician. Yeah, that's And Sin me. loves elevating them. Yes, so um, get around it. You should not have led into this song <laughs> with this because we are going to try Wait. and play the song that you've been wanting us to play for, like, three weeks now. Are we actually? Yeah, I Oh, my God. Is this Willow by Taylor <laughs> Swift? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, right? All right. You're listening to Represent. Um, stay with us because we've got heaps more coming up. But Oh, wait. We didn't talk about what our weekend's. Oh, yeah. Should we save it for after the song? Let's, let's to listen to the song. Now you've so, got me hyped yeah. for Willow by Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. No promises. <laughs> so I'm really sorry, and that was not Willow by Taylor Swift. I don't know how to work this thing, and um, it did not work. So 
Sorry, look, Taylor. Look, one please day. Please call me. What, <laughs> please get get me tickets <laughs> to the Taylor talk. Swift yeah, concert. I, I want tickets. Get me so into yeah. the Eras tour tickets. Yeah. Right, if you get me into the Eras tour, <laughs> then maybe I'll be able to play your music on this show. Perhaps. Well, like <laughs> maybe. Taylor Swift is my favorite independent musician. <laughs> I, I would, know you really I would led say. into that very badly. Um, yeah, Taylor Swift is my favorite local Australian yeah. artist, and I, lo- I love Person supporting. Of color, like, yeah, I love supporting local Australian artists. Diverse. Like you know, Taylor Swift. One had a one local independent Australian artist um, had a concert very recently, actually. Really. Nation Tour. I don't know if you've heard of him, Paul McCartney. Yeah, he's, actually, um, I, um, I have. Really, no, he's a bit underground. Though. He's so underground, but um. <laughs> Sin loves elevating those people and I also people who are actually. Songs on this computer. I'm sure there would be. Someone are would have loaded really, them in. I feel like there would not be. Um, mm. Peace. But yeah, so um, the point I... is if you don't donate to Sin and if you let Sin die, then we'll those just local. Be Swift. <laughs> they, you will literally only get to listen to Nova and Fox and Kiss, who only play Taylor Swift, as far as I'm concerned. Hey, not everyone thinks that's a bad thing. No, mm. there's, no there's Paul Mack. Close enough. I mean, Paul I McCartney, Paul Mack, same thing. Is it? I think it is. Maybe they just okay. forgot to finish his oh, la- typing to finish his typing. last name. Yeah, they got distracted. That's understandable, to be fair. Yeah, I'm very easily distracted. Important question. What did you do on your weekend? Oh, yeah. Um, My weekend, yeah. I... <laughs> I, I feel so bad because I come with the same answer every time where it's like... You worked. I, I worked. But I... Because I, I feel like I do more interesting things during the week. Oh, really? Um, I don't know why. I think it's just because I work a lot on the weekends because it's very busy on the weekends. So most of my free time is during the week, especially with uni done. Mm, fair enough. Um, but I guess probably the biggest thing I've done recently, I went to a preview screening of a movie called Faux yesterday with my friend Steven... It was okay. like a preview screening. It comes out next week. Okay. Um, That's cool. I've never been to a preview screening of something. They're a lot of fun. It was hosted by Miff because what? we're both Miff members. Didn't that finish? Um, it did finish, but because they want to sell the memberships. So oh, they have okay. like these free screenings every now and then, like events oh, that you can go cool. to as a member. Um, so it was pretty cool. It was free, and I'm really glad it was free because neither of us liked the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, the, we didn't think the movie was very good. That's and it a was. Shame. It was a shame, but like we saw, like it was cool, but also so it's a very recommend. broken movie. I, it's a movie made by Amazon, what? so I would recommend because like Amazon Prime Video, like okay. but they still release it in still cinemas. Weird. So I'd just recommend watching it on Prime Video if, oh, when it okay. comes out because, yeah. But I don't know. It was. I, I still think it's like worth going to see because a lot of the people at our screening did actually like it. Okay. We so, just didn't like it. Right. Might have just been you. Um. Maybe you just have bad Maybe, taste. but um, when I when I did go onto Letterbox to review it, a lot of other oh people also God. didn't like the movie. <laughs> but I, uh, I I did like what I wrote on Letterbox, where I wrote um, so it's about Saoirse Ronan and Paul Mescal, and they're in like in a, a relationship. Oh, I feel like I've seen but an ad for this. I like Saoirse Ronan. I like Saoirse Ronan and Paul Mescal, and and those two are the best part of the movie. Yeah, well, they're um, quite good. So and they're the only reason it was remotely it. watchable, in my opinion. Okay. But I wrote I wrote. <laughs> I think these two need some therapy. Oh. Because therapy, therapy, yeah. and the movie title's faux. But anyway, I'm also seeing the Five Nights at Freddy's movie tonight for Halloween, so I'm so excited. Oh, congratulations. Because I, I grew up with Five Nights at Freddy's. See, I grew up with, like, hearing about it, but I never played I mean, I'm not watching my game, but I never played it. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it was so weird, because at my high school, someone had, like... like horror. Re- yeah, no, that's fair. I think you've mentioned that yeah. before. 
but um, I think we were talking about this last week. Someone had like a cracked version of the game on like a USB, so like everyone in my year level was playing it. And it was like, oh, even the okay. non-gamers were playing it. It felt like such a big phenomenon, so I'm so excited to go and like watch the movie. But yeah, what about, what about you, Bridie? What, you, what did you do on the weekend? Just prepare for the exam? Um, <laughs> no. uh, I don't feel that I can answer that appropriately. Oh, fair. Um, I went to the MSO on Friday night. As usual. With my friend and then went to the orchestra supporting local Australian artists. Was Taylor Swift there? No. <laughs> um... Uh, it was actually really good. There was a new composition, a double concerto for cello and violin. Oh, I've been waiting now, normally for Normally I hate violin concertos. Really? Like, I'm not a violin fan. Is but... there a reason why? <laughs> it just doesn't sound nice to you? Yeah, I find it boring. And I think there's <clears> too many violin concertos. We don't need more. But this one was really good. It felt very film scorey. So you okay. probably would have liked it. Because I feel like you're like a Hans Zimmer kind of guy. I... <laughs> Am I right? I, I, I was in JB Hi-Fi the other day, like, just, like, having a peruse of the DVDs. And, uh, not DVDs, CDs. And um, above the CDs, they have, like, music DVDs. And there were, like, two Hans Zimmer, co- like, concerts, like, on DVD yeah, because there. they're very good. They are very good. Actually, and I was I like, damn, I want that. This year. A Hans Zimmer one? Mm-hmm. Was was it actually Hans Zimmer or was it just oh, them it was playing the Hans playing Zimmer music? Hans Zimmer. Oh, that's disappointing. No, it was so good. But, um, yeah, it was good? It was really good. They're doing okay. one in December. Would recommend. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll have to check it out. Yep. That looks good. Sounds um, good. And then I was... I'm not saying I didn't do very much, actually. Mm. I babysat... I worked, I lay around and practice my trumpet. Good stuff. Yeah. The I usual like bridey weekend. More, but I don't know. It, I, there's nothing on my calendar. So. I, th- I think we both find whenever we have to talk about our weekends on air, we kind of mind blank. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway, we dressed as the Teletubbies on Friday night for a Halloween party, so that was fun. That that yeah that that's a good photo. It that's was, a, good it was photo. a good photo. <laughs> if somebody donates a thousand dollars to Sin, we'll put it on the Instagram page. 100%. A thousand dollars. It can be. It can be two five hundred dollar donations from two. Yeah. two we we want but represent. But you just need to call yourself represent. So yeah. that We know it's for us. Yeah. Or like, give it like. We'll post. Do you have a picture from the movie? From the movie. Like, of you guys at the movie or something? No. No. Oh, no. Um, well. Unfortunately, I'll, I'll dig fine, up a photo. I'll dig up a photo that I can and post. And you know what? If you donate five thousand dollars. Oh, okay. I'll post the pictures of me as a clown that my friend took. Yeah. Photography assignment. That's a good photo. You guys want to yeah, see it? So funny. get onto donating. Otherwise, you will be very sad because we won't be on the air and you won't see Bridie as a clown. And it's yeah, very but good. But that's if you donate, what did I say? Ten grand. Five, Five grand. grand. Five, Five grand. Five grand. But yeah, um, now Bridie. Yeah, Freddie. We're both pretty keen on the calendar app, right? Yes. How would you feel about AI filling bad. out your calendar for you? I would feel bad. Well. No, what? <laughs> filling out my... It doesn't know what I want. What about but what, what if I'm it doing, does? But it doesn't know what I'm doing tomorrow. But what if it does? But I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. But what if you could just be like, yo, Siri, I'm doing this tomorrow. And then Siri goes like, okay, I'm adding it to your calendar. <laughs> but can't Siri already do that? I, I don't Can know. Can that? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Siri, add something to my calendar. Oh, yeah, see, add event name. I have to write it in. But, oh, what do you want to call it? Um, Represent. Re- represent time. <laughs> What should I schedule it for? Uh, midday. <laughs> thinking, thinking. It's thinking. getting there. Sorry. Or is the Sin Wi-Fi going to mess up our um? Is the Sin Wi-Fi going to mess up our trial? 
It's just like doing this circle. Something oh. went wrong. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Maybe you don't have to be that scared sorry, of AI. Sorry. Okay, maybe... anyway, uh, yeah, you think it's hopeless. But yeah, okay, maybe I didn't pull up the best example, but since you responded quite badly to AI, you might be a fan <laughs> of the fight that Joe Biden is taking to AI. Okay. I'm surprised he knows what AI is. But, um, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, now you might be wondering what we talked about, what we're talking about. So yesterday, Joe yeah, Biden signed an executive order. Um, that an will, executive order? An executive order. So like, it, uh, it's like an emergency emergency order, basically, um, that will require all AI developers to share safety test results with the US government, which is huge. Many people in the AI political sphere are considering this the most significant action that any government in the world has taken in regard with AI, which is kind of surprising, in my opinion. Who are the people involved in the AI political sphere? Just like I, the well, CEOs? It, like, um, like commentators from both sides. Right. So like tech experts, but also like political commentators. Okay. So like, you know, a bunch of people are considering this very significant. There isn't like specifically AI politics people, but I'm sure there are. Maybe there are. Okay. But yeah, anyway. So Joey Boy, Joe Biden, said, uh, quote, we're going to see... M- we're going to see more technological change in the next 10, maybe next five years than we've seen in the last 50 years. AI is all around us, much of it making our lives better, but in some case, AI is making life worse. So he's handed down these executive orders to make sure that no matter which way it is, we, the human race, will be safe and protected against AI, which I think many people are going to be happy about. So what are actually what's actually in the executive order? The US is going to set very strict testing guidelines which will then you'll have to report those to the u.s government it will also introduce official guidance on watermarking ai generated content in an attempt I like that that's a good idea nice yeah because like you don't know these pictures i always see like these pictures on instagram or like even videos of whatever i don't know like landscapes and houses mm. okay i get a lot of um, the house, like, <laughs> interiors suggested to me because I like looking at houses. Do you follow, like, the domain Instagram account? Not domain. <laughs> Please, I follow Zillow Gone Wild. Oh, now, okay. Of course, account. of course. You know I've never heard it's of so it. so funny, actually. <laughs> um, <But> I... <laughs> forgot what I was saying. Oh, the watermark. Watermarking yeah, I saw this AI house content. yesterday and I was like, wow, that's so nice. And then in the caption it was, like, AI. And I was like, What? I, like, it literally, it fully looked really... I used to be able to tell because, like, the trees would look a bit weird, but mm. it looked legit. That's interesting because I think it's getting a lot more advanced as well with what it's able to generate because I think yeah. AI imagery always looked a bit off. Yes, but, like, it did, but it doesn't anymore. It does. It, it's looking great. It's like, learning. I, Photoshop has their generative AI features now. Oh, what's this? this Zillow, Zillow gone, gone wild. wild. So I've... Zillow's, like, domain, but in America. Oh, join the zillionaires. It's so... They, they these are nice post, houses. They, they post insane houses. These are nice houses. There was one house with a potato shed, and they <laughs> reference this potato shed, like, very regularly. How nice is this? It's like a Viking shelter. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, right? So, anyway, um, that was my story. That's cool. Sorry, we got a bit sidetracked. But, um, yeah, efforts will also be made to mitigate the threat of AI being used to help create bioweapons. Oh, it's actually in Sweden. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bioweapons bio could weapons. be in what? Sweden. Yeah. Bioweapons? Um, which I'm surprised about. Just after COVID? Do Haven't we yet 
recovered? Did AI recovered? make COVID-19? Oh my God, reference, I'm tweeting <laughs> represent that. Represent deep dive, represent starts a conspiracy theory. So, AI COVID. So yeah, the US is sort of introducing all of these um all of these guidelines. It's important to sort of emphasize that it is guidelines. These aren't mm. laws. Oh. Um these are guidelines. Except like the test the conducting safety tests and reporting the test results to the US government is probably the closest thing out of any of the directive orders to be a law. Um but everything else is mostly just sort of advisory guidelines almost. So the Vice President, Kamala Harris, has also weighed in on the new directives handed down and said, quote, a moral, uh, said the, sorry, the US government has a, quote, moral, ethical and societal duty to make sure AI is adopted and advanced in a way that protects the public from potential harm and ensures that everyone is able to enjoy its benefits. She also emphasized that she sees the US as a global leader in AI technology and that these directives should be setting an example for other countries to follow which is interesting. Very interesting. Because when I'm thinking AI superpowers, I'm certainly thinking the US, but I'm also thinking China. Yes. Absolutely China. Um, So while this is a step in the right direction, further action is required by Congress to actually make laws. So they are expected Mm. to be making laws uh, that actually sort of govern the deployment and development of AI to make sure that it is actually safe and ethical. What's the Republican position on AI? The Republican position on it. That is a Do they like good it? question. <laughs> Do they like AI? Because, like, maybe I feel like that it's a vibe. I get the vibe that they would not like it because like, I can they see don't that. Want big, well, but but they do like they like big tech. Like they like big business. They, yeah, that's true. So, can see if you can find anything. I'm guessing the Democrats are probably for it, but also very much pro AI control. Mm. I'm assuming Americans are among the population's least trusting of tech? I do not... No way. Very difficult to Maybe... Maybe because there's a greater spread of Americans in rural areas. Have you... you, So you've used ChatGPT, because we were talking about... I've used it, yeah. For assignment? I've I've played with it. (laughs) I have... Okay, young adults are the most opposed... Oh, no, this is just in the workplace. Mm-hmm. This is a really hard-to-read article. Why is who who made it? Name and shame. Axios? I just oh, Axios, yeah. How, like, I'm not a fan of how Axios sets out their articles. Tell me about it. It's really weird. They had a really good HBO show for a little bit, though, that was really interesting. And that's where that meme of Donald Trump, like handing the graphs to that reporter and the reporter looking oh, at it and oh, going... the Australian one, Jonathan Swan, you know, he was, Swan's son. Yes, he was working for Axios yeah, for that oh, for that interview, I believe, Where if I remember actual... correctly. Okay, 50% of Republicans have a negative view of AI compared to 38% of Democrats. Hmm. One in three Republicans believe AI is having a negative impact on daily life compared to one in five Democrats. Okay, so that's interesting... That doesn't... That's just polling. Like, that doesn't mean that's the party position. Yeah. Um, because, as we know, you know, parties don't necessarily follow where the polling goes. I think we've also seen that the Republican Party can't agree on anything, really. Yeah, exactly. If you've been listening so to the just, show for the past week, yeah. Where I was going with this was, is, is that it going to get through Congress at all? 
like, will it Ooh. actually be part? Will these be passed? Will they become laws? Or will it be like, oh, Sleepy Joe suggests <laughs> Sleepy Joe can't even send no. an email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's a good question. I. Okay, so where do you and I stand on this? Do we on think AI. AI needs to be regulated? 100%. I think it should. 100%. Yeah, I would like to think that the Republicans would like. You can, I think you can still be very much like you know pro big tech, pro big business, but do recognize the need to regulate something like this. And I would like you think to the think Republicans would be that. I think the Republicans can see the benefits in regulating it. I would hope. Mm-hmm. But, of course, with the Republicans, you never know what they're thinking. No. They're a bit of fun. Um, I don't know. Can you find any that are sort of, like, directly outspoken against AI? I'm trying to see if there's something in the actual party, like, because, you know... So, well, like, a party comment. Yeah, like, in Australia, we have, like, you can go onto the Greens website. We, we, you you can see very direct party stances. Like issues. Well, yeah. it's loading. So, our plan. And they have policy principles and aims okay this is agriculture animals arts and culture there's like everything there's so AI? much um, <laughs> no i don't think so no agriculture animals arts and culture uh climate change and energy like they have everything and mm. they have these so what this is how the greens comes at this or the gr- labor or the liberals what whoever but i can't find something like this on the um republican website I guess the Republicans... Yeah. No, that's not AI. It's I don't know. Technology. While you're having a look, though... Um, <laughs> while you're having a look... Um, where was I up to again? I forgot. I no, know. so... I forgot to. <laughs> so sidetracked. We're doing, this is a great show. Don't hate to sin. Um, Have you said that? I haven't that said that, but I don't know if I was up to that. Speak. Okay, no, I'm, I'm going to go with that. So, yeah, I think that was where I was up to. Yeah. So, um... The the executive order has been sort of quite widely accepted as um, well-received, but uh, there have been some concerns. Specifically, the tech entrepreneur Gary Marcus told the BBC that, quote, Biden's executive order sets a high initial bar. The executive order is broad, focusing on both current and long-term risks with some teeth, but probably not enough, which I think yeah. is well-placed because, again, it is mostly I mean, advisory is things. in America ever enough? That's true. Like they can never have really, enough. This is a, well, no, I mean they never go far enough. That's true. Like gun control. They don't want to piss off the um big tech. <laughs> exactly, because they get so much money from it. The vested interests are just too great. That's true, and I think we will see that mainly in Congress as well. Because I think the Democrats have been quite aggressive against big tech. Um, I don't really know specifically, against. well, they keep floating breaking up Amazon. Hate- but I just hate technology, and I try and avoid <laughs> all news related to it, to be <laughs> We'll wrap this up then. Um, yeah, we're done. We're not talking we're, about this anymore. We're done. But I do want to mention that this announcement came just a couple days before the UK holds their AI Safety Summit, which begins on Thursday, where Kamala Harris will be a US representative at the summit. You look very confused. Why are they having an AI? So I, guess, I guess that kind of makes sense, actually. I think it does make sense. You, uh, well... No, sorry, I'm going to go on this tangent. Speaking of summits, did you see that an NTMP spoke at the International Tobacco Conference or something? Did they? Yeah, she like, as in pro tobacco. Spoke. I'm assuming. Well, no governments are there. Like, so it's literally just like tobacco companies. Um, but like, I think, yeah, that was just so weird. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway. Sorry, that was just a that, 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 And that just made me think of that because I felt like that was really weird. And then Kamala Harris going to speak at an AI summit is kind of, it's less weird. I don't think she's speaking. I think she's just an attendant. Because there are a lot of governments that are going to be there. Um, I don't think she needs all the speaking time she can get at this point. (laughs) You're like a year out from the election. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it would be Tuesday in a week, in a year, would be the American election. Really? Jeez, it's getting close. I guess that's why we're talking about so so much US news at the moment. That's been a well, lot of the show recently. Well, they have it's had a, of the it's always stuff. a bit of a disaster, yeah. But yeah. um, so yeah, Kamala Har- Kamala Harris will be there. Um, there will be a bunch of other people from governments across the world, as well as representatives from tech companies such as Google, Meta, and OpenAI, who are the developers of ChatGPT. Elon Musk will also be in attendance because he launched his AI company recently. What? Yep. This guy. The, oh my god. The UK also confirmed they invited China, but China never responded. Classic. Yeah. Um, Australia <laughs> will be represented by Ed Husick, who is the Minister mm-hmm. for Industry and Science. Ed Husick said that, quote, in Australia, we recognise that AI and automation can provide a massive opportunity to boost boost productivity, but this will only be possible if the right guardrails are in place to build public trust. So, speaking of public trust, Bridie, you seem pretty scared of AI. (laughs) I'm not scared of it. I'm just very... um, I'm not sure what the right word is. Apprehensive? Yeah, yeah. Not suspicious, but like reluctant to get too involved in it and i think fair enough i mean it weirds me out having a computer trying to talk to me i'm not i don't vibe with that don't you you prefer the human experience Uh, exactly i like to communicate verbally and you can't speak to a computer not yet not yet too soon (laughs) so yeah fair enough um yeah so that's my that's my take but yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. There we go. But um, do we think that this is going to be the right step, or are we, or is this too little, too late? Do we reckon? I do feel. Look, I mean, I said I have been kind of avoiding this because I'm not super interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's not that I'm not interested. Anyway, I have been kind of avoiding it. Um, but I feel like it probably is too little, too late. You know, from yeah. what I hear, like it's <clears throat> just kind of taking off exponentially absolutely and I think that having these that aren't even laws it's like well okay cool yeah fair <laughs> enough i think yeah too little too late but also i guess we are seeing yeah. quite a huge response to it now so i guess that's good that but um true. Yes. i also love some good music yeah, so. I'm trying to work out. This <laughs> Are we issue. trying to get Willow by Taylor Swift playing? I'm, I'm gonna see a Fearless by Taylor Swift will play, but otherwise something will play, um, and we'll see what it does because I'm starting to formulate a little, a little suspicion here. Anyway, okay. um, stay with us on Represent because despite w- all the ridiculous would, tangents, sorry, Jazzler AI, would you go for it? If Jazzler was completely automated, you could just say, hey, Jazzler, play Willow by Taylor Swift, and Jazzler just did it. Would you like that? Yes. <laughs> and he goes, yes, Bridie, I will play Willow by Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should be the AI voice. I will be the Jazzler AI voice. <laughs> Maybe you should admit that. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take it up with the with the Jazzler people. Do you, you, know, you know what they call the people who work at Jazzler? J- j- jazz lights. 
What? No, they don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm lying. I don't even get that. <laughs> because, I, don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, here's some music. Come back. We promise we'll be more coherent next segment. It's <laughs> the whole point of the show at this point. <laughs> I don't think it is. Hi, we're Bridie and Freddie from Represent. Airing Tuesdays, 5pm on Sin. We talk politics every single week. We have the biggest stories and we have the hottest takes. Ooh, spicy. And we interview political changemakers about the things that matter most to young people. If you're interested in it, we're probably talking about it. So make sure to tune in Tuesdays 5pm or anytime on your preferred podcast platform. And join us while we... Stay political. Sin Media acknowledges and pays respect to the people of the Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations, on whose unceded lands the Sin Studios stand. Sin extends this respect to the traditional custodians and people of the lands and waters our content reaches. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We're on your radio, we're online, we're digital, we're everywhere. Sin Media. Where young people run the show. Welcome back to Represent. We've collected ourselves... We're ready to go. Yeah. We are ready to go, but Bridie... donate to Sin. Yeah. And yeah. do you want to know how far, how much money you're off from revealing the clown photo? I did mean a one-off donation, but how much money? You're $5,000 off from... Yeah, that's what I a, And the goal was $5,000. So get yeah. around it. Givenow.com.au forward slash save Sin. I Keep do sin on have the red... Air on my nose in this photo. Spoiler alert. This, this is a photo we must see, everyone. So get around yeah. it. But also, Brady has a must-know topic to get around. So let's... What there's you got? Been, I mean, every week there's always more news on, like, Ukraine and Israel and Taiwan and all these wars. Too it's many wars. It's a bit sad. There are too many wars. We are in the wars, literally. It's wartime. <laughs> It's not funny, but it is a little it's, bit. It wasn't meant to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, in Australia, I'm doing a more, like, Australian perspective on the war. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's my angle. Yeah. As a, as a journalist. <laughs> as, as a journalist on an Australian radio um, station. Exactly. All living <clears throat> former prime ministers, except for Paul Keating. Big. That funny man. What's his funny thing? He, oh, I, I want to do you slowly. That's oh. the funny thing. <laughs> yeah. I love Paul Keating. Oh, I think about that a lot. <laughs> what? It's so funny. He's in Parliament. That's He's great. Like, Why won't you call an early election? <laughs> because, mate, I want to do you slowly. <laughs> we got to find uh, the clip for that and play it now. Oh. I'll find it. You do your segment. I'm going to oh, find it. Okay. Oh, boring, but okay, fine. Um, <laughs> so... They all, except Paul Keating, released a signed statement in solidarity with Israel. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit of an interesting statement, I will say, um, because it kind of tries to walk the line between supporting Palestinians and supporting Israel. Of course, it's not supporting Palestine. It's very it's much on the fence. So it's signed by, let's see if I can do this from memory, Oh God, Kevin good Rudd, okay. Julia Gillard, Scott Morrison, John Howard... And who's the other one? Malcolm Turnbull. That's the other one. Yes. That, I was trying to think... Is that five or six? That's five. There were six of them. I was, oh, tra- I was trying to think That's further back than Malcolm Turnbull because I thought we were going backwards for some reason, even though you went Kevin Rudd and Julia Gillard. Prime Minister's Israel. What is it? Who's the other one? I've missed... Oh. 
Australia. Disappointed uh, that Harold Holt couldn't show up to sign oh, a Abbott. statement. Oh. oh, yeah, Tony Abbott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but not Paul Keating. So they're the only ones living, which is kind of crazy. There's only that many. Like, yeah. It seems like very few. Anyway, it's shocking. Um, it's interesting because it tries to very much walk the line between condemning Hamas but also trying to not be seen as completely erasing Israel. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very, very, very carefully worded, I will say. As I think all, almost, a, this isn't an official communication, I guess, but as all official communications have been in this country. Yeah, true. Very mm. true. I felt like this one was especially, but, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so there was basically a lot about calling for the unconditional release of Hamas's hostages, mm-hmm. which obviously, you know, that's kind of a given. Makes um, sense. And for sustained humanitarian access for Palestinians. So, they wrote, On the battlefield in Israel and Gaza, we do not presume to give strategic advice to Israel, but the legitimate objective of defeating Hamas must be accompanied by support and protection for the civilian population of Gaza. Israel promises it will do all it can to avoid civilian casualties. We urge it to do so with all of its humanity and skill. Mm -hmm. I feel like... That was an interesting quote to me because I was like, are you trying to make an accusation? Are you trying to imply something? Because it definitely feels like it. feels like a pretty big implication. But, like, I don't think they would ever go so far as to make that implication. It's all a bit like we're just trying to, like, almost go there, but Mm. not quite. Yeah, absolutely. Where is the bloody copy of the statement? I can't find it. It was, um, Paul Keating retweeted it. Oh, he did too. Because he was, quote, tweeted it, because he said... I'm not going to support it. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it was interesting. He actually came out before he'd, it had been posted. Yeah, he did. I'm not supporting this. Don't believe what is happening. Mm. Um, or don't believe what is being said. Yeah. What the hell? What is his Twitter account? I, I don't know. I'm trying to find uh, it myself. <laughs> I just went on to this blue tick guy and it's not there. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, not the point. So, they also endorse a two-state solution, quote, as the basis for long-term lasting peace between the Israeli and Palestinian peoples. Mm-hmm. So, look, I think the two-state solution does seem to be the best, in an ideal world, that would be the best option. Yeah. But are we in an ideal world... Unfortunately, we're not. Not really. Not really. So, yeah, it's a bit of a... um, It's a bit of a messy situation. It's a very messy situation, and it's very, like, carefully kind of trying to tell Israel to calm down, but also being like, oh, you're totally justified. Yeah. Because all these people have been in the position where no matter what their personal beliefs are, they've had to be on the... Australia's diplomatic position side, which is Israel's side. Yeah. In inverted commas. I I guess, like, maybe, do we reckon that this statement could have taken a stronger stance on either side? Because it's individuals. It's it's pretty flip-floppy. Yeah, it's individuals representing their individual interests, because I don't... 
they don't represent the country anymore, I don't think. Yeah. So they're sort of saying, like, they start off by saying there's no place in our country for racial or religious hatred and, you know, anti-Semitism is unacceptable, which obviously it is. Mm. But then they're saying, oh, we also stand with the Palestinian community whose families are dying. They they too deserve our love and support. So it's really very much going back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. Um, they clearly don't want to make too much commitment. The statement concludes... At this time, more than ever, we must, in the words of the 34th Psalm, seek peace and pursue it. And here at home, that is done by defending our Australian values, condemning hate speech and intolerance, and respecting the people of Australia in all our diversity. Right. Interesting, because, like... Yeah. Okay, what's an Australian value? What is an Australian value? Mateship. Mateship. What is mateship? Lamingtons. <laughs> <laughs> Putting a shrimp on the barbie. And quite telling that they use a psalm from the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> the Bible. Which is, I would not consider the Bible to house Australian values. Oh, and it's not impartial. Yeah. Like Judaism versus... What a bizarre, what a bizarre way to end a statement. Yeah, I thought that was That's really weird. That's so weird. They also, interestingly, saw, they said that Hamas was trying to provoke Israel into reaction. That meant that Hamas actually, it says that Hamas actually has no interest in the safety of Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Which is also an interesting implication to make because, you know, nominally, and it's obviously it's not without base, um, in fact, but nominally, nominally, Hamas is fighting for Palestine, quote unquote. In in, but in theory, yeah. Whether Palestinians support <clears throat> them is not necessarily. And I think what we've seen increasingly is a lot of Palestinian Australians have come forward and say like Hamas does not represent us. Exactly. So again, you've got to toe that line of um, Hamas and Palestine's relationship. Mm. Definitely. Relationship is the wrong word, but hopefully you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's very much not Israel v. Palestine at the moment. It's Israel v. Hamas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. It started off that way, and it seems to have kind of devolved from that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, funny little thing to end this little bit on. <laughs> I spelt Scott Morrison's last name wrong. In the state. How did you manage that? He was literally the prime minister. Well, he he okay. literally was the prime minister. <laughs> anyway, um, it, it all seems a little bit performative, given that Australia just abstained from a UN vote on a ceasefire. Did they? Yeah, yeah. UN General Assembly <sighs> had a vote on a ceasefire. I think it was 14 countries voted no, obviously the US The US voted no, I'm guessing. What a surprise. And a lot, I think like 45, 40 or 45 um, abstained, including us. Interesting. Yeah. So We're we're very much towing the line there, I reckon. Yeah. On the fence. Um, which I guess, considering the official government communications, is not totally surprising. Yeah. So, 120 in favour, 14 against, 45 abstentions. Really? Mm. Oh my god, okay. Yeah, like... It's, Jesus! It's quite a lot. It, was this the UN Security Council? No. It's no. It's the UN General Assembly. Right, So, it's non-binding, yeah. it's la la la. Jesus, okay, right. But, yeah... 
Interesting. And it represents the sentiment of the international community. <laughs> not, not really. 45 people abstained. Yeah. Countries. Yes. Which anyway. is, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's not that. No. Not great, is it? <laughs> what a spineless I mean, it's kind, move, it's really but also... appalling to vote no. Yeah. On literally a ceasefire in a on war. On saving lives. Like, come on. Seriously. Yeah. I feel like Joe Biden has been a bit um, spineless in this whole thing. We do know Americans love their wars. They, that's true. We do, we, we've seen it. historically, especially wars that aren't theirs. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Too soon. I'm too soon. <laughs> when is it ever not going to be too soon, yeah, really? True. Oh, my God. I've just seen the time. Um, okay, I'm going to run really <laughs> Let's quickly keep going. through my little second half of this segment, and then you can go really quickly through We yours. We can save it for Friday, I reckon. We'll save mine for Friday. You sure? Absolutely. We'll... Um, okay. And then you can do an extended segment. There, there might be more. that we'll, okay. we'll pick it up at the end of the week. Okay. But yes, continue. The ABC. Uh, our ABC. <laughs> Sorry, we were just talking about that <laughs> off air. That's going to have no meaning to anyone else. Your um, ABC. Has been condemned widely by journalists in the last couple of days for failing to acknowledge the death of a Palestinian journalist, Roshdi Siraj, mm -hmm. as well as about 20 other journalists that have been killed in the war. Yeah. But this guy... That feels like the wrong thing to say now that he's dead. Um, <laughs> Roshdi Siraj had contributed yeah. in, to a 7.30 report that allegedly aired in the week that he was killed. And 7.30, right. up until last night, they had said nothing. Amin, okay. Yeah. Amin Abbas, who says he helped 7.30 access local contacts in Gaza, he emailed the ABC. He wrote, I was expecting the ABC to prioritise paying tribute to such an amazing professional and colleague who's paid with his own life to keep us telling the truth, including us here in Australia. There has never been a time more critical for us to know what is really happening in Gaza and remembering those that we lost is the least that we can do to help us protect the brave ones that are still trying to do so. Strong words. Yeah, fair enough. But, yeah, valid. Absolutely. Um, so the ABC did issue, like, a very short statement through the... Um, MEAA, Media Entertainment Me Arts Alliance. Yes, correct. Um, the union, but it was very short. Um, and then... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so a few days before his death, um, Roshdi Siraj posted a lack of media coverage from Gaza due to the killing of journalists, the bombing or evacuation of their headquarters and the blackout of electricity and the internet. However, we are still trying to withstand and continue coverage so the world can see the Israeli crimes in Gaza. Mm-hmm. So, um, especially in light of the internet blackout that we saw in Gaza at the end of last week, mm -hmm. um, pretty appalling to not mention that this guy was literally killed. Yeah, that's a bit... It's very bad for bizarre. It shows, like, almost a sense of not caring. And laziness. It's I a think. shame. Yeah, it is a shame. Because if you give your life for your job yeah. and the Australian people, I feel and like they, you deserve yeah, to be honoured by our national broadcaster who you've you risked your life for. for. Exactly. Um, so and nothing. Yeah, well, I'd be Sarah disgusted. Ferguson acknowledged his death at the end of 7.30 last night. At the end of 7.30? It was very, like, Ugh. our condolences to your family. End show. No. Yeah. That, but journalists no. staged a silent vigil outside the ABC in Melbourne this morning. Yeah, so, that's taking action. not right. Yeah, and I think especially considering like 
the internet blackout, as I said, the water shortages. Also, the have you seen on... Um, I saw an Al Jazeera video about Palestinian uh, Israelis mocking Palestinians on TikTok. I have not seen this, Oh, no. my God. It was actually, like, sickening. Right. Like, these are just random people, and they're posting videos of them, like, running the tap because there's no water in Gaza. Or, like... What? Or, like, pretending to cry. That's and, gross. Right? I don't like that. Uh-huh. That's not very nice. So bad. It's yeah. so bad. No, I don't. I don't vibe with that. That's gross. It's not the vibe. T- TikTok is a gross place in general. Right. I think it's so bad. Political posts should be banned from TikTok, in <laughs> my opinion. Represent. Except represents upcoming TikTok page, which we are working on. You're working on. I, I am working on. This is my responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Um, I do want to read the statement that the ABC made, because I did find it. Yeah, yeah, go. Uh, The ABC House Committee extends their deep condolences to the family of freelance journalist and filmmaker... So, can you say the name? I'm not 100% on that. Roshdi Siraj. Roshdi Siraj, who was killed in Gaza on October 22nd during an airstrike. Mr Siraj, who was working for the ABC shortly before his death, is among 23 journalists, at least 23 journalists, killed in the conflict since October 7. The ABC House Committee calls on all sides to respect the role of journalists and to avoid civilian casualties. Journalists working for the ABC in these dangerous situations deserve the ABC's support. That's not a tribute or anything like that. It's not. It's just... That's a statement you pushed out because you got caught. Exactly. (laughs) And also, who's going to see anything on... Um, on the MEAA ABC House Commission a committee yeah, statement. That's a shame. Yeah, I, exactly. Because, like, the, the, also they do call him a freelance journalist, yeah. almost distancing themselves like he, a little bit from it. Yeah. If, like, you know, I want to be a journalist. If I died in conflict, I'd, I'd like to think the organisation I died for would, say, would do a little yo, more. R.I.P. Like, yo, R.I.P. Freddie. We miss you, man. Like yeah. something like that. But exactly. I'm, 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 I'm disappointed in the ABC, and I'm disappointed this episode is over. Ah, uh, yeah, but I think we have a short clip to we play. We do need just to play this. We go. Should we? Should we do the outro and then play it? No, I think we. No, should, we should play it because now. I will not deal with that level of technology. Okay. <laughs> All right. I asked the prime minister, if you are so confident about your view of fight back, why won't you call an early election? Order. The, the answer is, mate, mate, because I want to do you slowly. I want to do you slowly. Iconic. That's so, uh, so funny. Iconic. It's so funny. Because <laughs> I want to do you slowly. And just like the roars of laughter. <laughs> Everyone loved that. Yeah. That's he fair. Was a I funny love that. Dude, I think. Good on him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to Represent. Yeah, thanks, we guys. We are on your socials at Sin Represent, Instagram Threads, Instagram and Threads X, X tw- formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, the um, We will be on TikTok. We when w- Freddie gets his. Uh, I'll um, figure it moving. out. I'll figure it out. Ask ChatGPT about us. Um, get around it. We're in your ears. Too We're soon. on your phone screen. We're everywhere. Yeah, this episode will be up. So um, tell your friends or whatever. Catch us on Friday. We'll be back yes, on Friday we'll back at three. Three o'clock on ah uh, four o'clock on Friday. Four o'clock on Friday. Yeah. Usually at three, but we will be there at four this week. Yep. Unfortunately, we got, we got stuff to do. And 
best of luck to Naya for her wisdom tooth Yes, surgery. best of luck. We're excited to hear how you go. And see your puffy face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're listening to Sin. <laughs> Sorry, we forgot something. Stay political. <laughs> You've been listening to a Sin Media podcast where young people run the show.